Welcome to the Law of Attraction in Action podcast. My name is Michelle Joy, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm here to inspire you to live amazing lives through the Law of Attraction and help you see how powerful you really are. In this podcast, you'll hear interviews, and I will give you inspirational talks on my Monday session. So thank you so much for joining me, and happy manifesting! Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. My name is Michelle Joy and I am your host. And today I'm bringing to you people from all walks of life from all over the world who are sharing their journeys around the law of attraction so you too can live in the law of attraction to help your life be miraculous too. So today's guest, her name is Cindy Garza and she is a health and wellness coach and she focuses on spirituality to guide her clients to meet their goals, which is so up my alley, Cindy. I'm so glad we're talking today. So thank you for being on my show. Absolutely. Happy to be here. You know, when I started and I, when I took over my group, what I taught law of attraction here in Portland, Oregon, and I took over this group as established with 500 members and the guy I took it over from said, well, I just don't want this group anymore because everyone's going into the more of the spiritual realm. And I'm not, that's not me. I'm not, and that's okay. A lot of people do law of attraction, don't have any spiritual beliefs, but for me, it's, it is very important. So it sounds like we're in alignment. So I'm excited to have this conversation mm-hmm. today. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, first- and I, I probably have a little insight in that actually um, kind of leading up to my, my connection with it spiritually too. So oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find out the juice. So Tell me, how did you come into the law of attraction and how has it changed your life? You know, really, I would say that um, I'm an observer. So I really, I see, I see everything. Sometimes I feel like I I see too much um, because my mind is, is constantly, you know, going after um, different thoughts and different, different feelings that are drawing me places. But obviously that's, um, that's where I'm supposed to be going. But I think that um, so much that has happened in my life is because I've just kind of sat back and watched other people um, creating their own law of attraction, you know, creating what is, you know, what is on their hearts and inspiring me to, uh, you know, get out of my comfort zone and, and do the same thing and, and, um, and imagine the things that I really want for myself and then going for it. And so when you're observing people, were you observing people like in the positive or the negative or both? Because law of attraction is always working good or bad. I find most mm-hmm. of the time we do it in the bad zone, right? Like why are all these bad things happening to me? And once you realize you see a pattern, you're like, well, I do see that your conversations consistently are around scarcity or your conversations are consistently on being lonely or feeling limited. And so were you noticing that? Was that part of your observation? Well, you- yeah, you know, I, um, back in the beginning, uh, well, in the beginning, I guess there isn't a beginning exactly, but um, when, I, when I really realized that I wanted, you know, massive change in my life, that was definitely shifting from focusing on the negative and the exhaustion and the drain and the, this is too hard to, I want that. I want to feel that way. I want to do that. And if they can do that kind of stuff, why can't I? And so Mm. that, you know, that definitely was a shift. And I've, you know, worked really hard to keep 
revolving around the positive. And I think it's inspiring. This is what I love about law of attraction and why I love sharing this podcast and sharing guests like you is because people need to know that there are happy endings, that there are um, ways to get through these difficult times in life if we understand the tools and know that every single one of us has had our negative times in our struggle. Did you have a struggle before you started shifting into all this? Because that seems to be a turn for a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yes. So most definitely. Um, I, I was, well, I, I had a, I was in a long and difficult relationship marriage that, that, um, had finally ended. Um, I, I realized that, that I had to have more. I couldn't do it anymore. I'd been telling myself for a very, very long time that it had to end. And mm-hmm. it just, you know, it, it took me stepping out of that, or really looking at that fear and looking at that unhappiness to realize, okay, it's, it's going to take me stepping into that woman I want to become and really be able to show others how to do the same. Um, no matter what the situation, whether it's a bad marriage or a bad career or a bad, you know, just, uh, you know, physical uh, existence, whatever it is that's going on for you, um, you know, I, I needed to do it myself as if I was going to be able to inspire others. I had children and grandchildren and I needed to stop messing around, you know? And so um, I think that that is such a huge thing. I, I really kind of kept to myself and, and lived in my own little hell, so to speak. You know, I just kind of made excuses and, and mm-hmm. lived there and, and realized that the only way I was going to get out of it is if I started doing something about it. And so, man, when you decide to do something about it, it's like every, the path opens up, you know, yes. you make that decision and the yes. path opens up and boy, I just, that path opened up for me. Yeah. I just did a solo session on making a decision. Cause it's so true. Like once you decide like enough's enough, I am not going to live this life anymore. I'm not going to be unhappy or I'm not going to suffer. It, it is, it is, it is a decision. And like you, I was in a long-term relationship, 16 years with my ex-husband that was n- absolutely not good. Right. And so looking back, I, I did not have what you had where you sat there and had to face the fear. I did not want to face the fear. So he actually ended the marriage before me. And that was my, you know, thank God moment. Right. But I didn't know I yes. could move out of it. And then it wasn't until a year and a half after my divorce that I finally said enough's enough. So it took me a while. So I want listeners to who hear us right now, just to know that sometimes it takes a while and it's okay. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, um, they, they just need to keep, keep knowing that it will happen as long as they keep putting it out there. That's, you know, that's just it. It's, it's, you know, you feel like, Oh, I, they put it out there once or twice and they're like, Oh, forget it. It's never going to happen. But right. Keep going. Right. Right. We get so impatient. Give up on yourself. Exactly. Yeah. We get so impatient. Like I need, re- I need it right now. Yeah. But that's the thing I mm-hmm. want to dive more into with you is spirituality because once I connected, because I had a spiritual awakening, as many people know, have been listening to me for a while in 2011. And at that point, everything shifted. And then I felt more in the flow. And then I felt like there was not an urgency. There was more of like, let's just see what happens. And let's just follow my curiosity. And let's just be in the flow. And it's led me to this beautiful life. Um, did you, did spirituality also be that place to rest and find that flow? Yeah. Yes, definitely. But it's been an evolution, a gradual evolution. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I really grew up in um, a situation where 
I knew, I knew that there was a greater, you know, being a greater energy. I knew I, I believed in God, but mm-hmm. I wasn't supported necessarily in that in um, the environment. I was at a church that was a, a perfectly wonderful church with wonderful people, but it didn't speak to me. It wasn't speaking to me. And so I kind of was on the search forever. And um, I eventually um, joined into yoga and started there. And it really evolved from there. And wow, um, Mm -hmm. man, when you start putting yourself out there and and accepting it and um, trying and experiencing and just being open to it, it's just really amazing what, um, what can happen to you and how you can start to just relax. Like you said, just relax into it and let it happen and trust that it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then that goes in so many different degrees and so many different ways. And, and, you know, constantly when you're open to it, it keeps happening constantly. Yeah. All, well, all the days, well, tell us more about your journey then, because you started, you said yoga was kind of the start. Can you give us uh-huh. a little, you know, yeah. story about your life without, you know, I can make, well, I can make it pretty quick. I can condense version, I guess, um, but I want to yeah, hear I like can. where you went from here to there. Cause you definitely live a miraculous life. I, I feel like, I think we all do, but yeah, yes. <laughs> I agree, I do. Um, you know, I, I, I was, as far as like going to church and, and practicing religion, I did some of that, but like I said, I wasn't connected. It wasn't speaking to me. I wasn't hearing it in the way that was right for me. And when I um, found yoga and I started practicing yoga and I joined um, actually a yoga teacher training. I, I owned a, an, a health club for 21 years uh-huh. and um, a, a women's health club. And they were, they were my positive, wonderful community that, that kept me going, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. that was an important part of my journey. Um, but, and so t- learning to teach yoga was like the next step. Uh-huh. And my spiritual practice really started when I joined that yoga teacher training and I learned to meditate and I started really realizing what spirituality was at that point. That was, that was, I, I guess if you could call it a spiritual awakening, uh-huh. that uh-huh. learning, um, starting to be a yoga teacher was when it happened for me. And I started to let go and meditate and believe in, in so much more than I realized uh, could I, I could ever do, you know, I could ever believe in and um, trust and, and that has been an evolution for the last uh, 10, well, I started the teacher training about 11 years ago, a little over uh-huh. 11 years ago. And, and that's when it really started to happen to me and, um, or for me, with me. And I have embraced so much since then that um, just keeps, you know, the trust. The trust is huge. And knowing that it's not all up to me. Because it used to all yes. be up to me. Yes, and, that's so much uh, pressure. When we put that pressure, oh, that kind of shuts you down. If you go, okay, I have to figure out. It's all about what I do. And when you do that, yeah. for when you separate yourself from everybody, because we're all connected, um, it's a whole me, me, and mentality when it's really about we. But if you feel like you're doing it alone, it's just it's a much harder journey. Wouldn't you agree? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. man. When I, when I started, when I started bringing in the, the forces, so to speak, yes. I, um, I became much freer and it took me actually to tell you the truth. It took me until very recently before I actually realized the block that I still had. 
I've been practicing, I've been believing, but only partially. I think, and, I think there's um, a reason for this though, Cindy, because I, I feel like there's something, because I think about this a lot. I'm obviously obsessed with the stuff. I teach this and I do this podcast, but I see like everything that shows up. I'm like, wait, I've been, I've already done this work. Why is this showing up now? And I think it's an evolution. I think we need to just go with the steps up because we can't get to, say we're at A, we can't get to Z without going through a lot of the work in between then, because you're not going to understand Z. So it, things need to show up. In in their own time and I think that frustrates people is we want to know we have immediate like I should be over this I should be healed and right. that happened for me like after my divorce and I thought I'd done my work and then it shows up again I'm like what do you mean this is showing up I thought I was you know uh, I thought I worked yes. it out but I also realized well the stuff that I've done up to this point has helped me understand it further and I could not yep. understand this without having gone through the experiences. So life truly is, it's laid out perfectly for us all. It's really this beautiful divine path and the trust in that path is the main thing I think we need to do, but it's really Absolutely. okay, Cindy, that it took you a while because trust me, me too, <laughs> me too. <laughs> right, right. And now it's, it's almost like you want to apologize to all those people that you halfway helped along the way and say, okay, come on now. I, you know, sorry, I didn't finish the process before, but let's finish it now because I'm, I'm on my way. I got it figured out. Now. <laughs> yes. Know? But, uh, yeah. but of course they, they've been evolving with us. So again, it's not all my job, right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, when I coach my clients, it's never really me. I always say that it's this divine energy flowing through me. I'm very tapped in. That's part of my very, I'm very grateful that to be so tapped into spirit. And so when I teach, when I coach or when I even do my podcast, I'm like, this is not me. So I'm like, whatever comes through is, is awesome. I'm not alone. I trust. I don't plan anything ahead. Even when I do my solo sessions, I literally sit down minutes before I get on the air and share it. Um, cause I just trust whatever needs to come out and with these interviews too. So, so anyway, so you started, um, the yoga training, now you're teaching yoga mm -hmm. and tell us where else you've gone on your beautiful journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what happened was actually funny because right when I started the yoga teacher training, I had shortly before that met Tomas, my husband now. And who was um, also on my podcast, huge, by the way. So everybody yes, knows he was, Tomas he was, is on my podcast. Yes, Tomas Garza. <laughs> yes. And he, um, you know, our evolution as a couple and, and learning to trust um, was huge in that. And, and that yoga teacher training has such a big part to do with that, you know, because I really went to those people and, and, and I was able to learn how to trust through that process as well. And, and, um, and I think, um, you know, that, that kind of brings to mind community for me and um, deciding that you want a community that totally and completely supports you and loves you and, and um, wants the best for you and nothing else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so by, by being able to trust them and, um, and then learn to trust him, we both came from a, you know, bad time in our lives, hard relationships, ones mm -hmm. we needed to get out of and move on in life and, um, you know, work through our challenges and come together. And, and so that was, you know, that was a big, part of that as well for sure mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. community you know I, I just realized that that I had community and I was so grateful thank goodness I had my my community of women in the health club that I owned it was it was a big health club I, I um you know for a small town it was a big health club it was a large large group of women and 
And, you know, to this day, especially because of, of the wonders of Facebook, I'm connected still to a lot of them. And it's been uh, seven years since I sold it and, and moved on out of there. Uh-huh. Or six years, something like that. Anyway, but but community is huge. And I, I, um, I, I just really have been, you know, realizing that you have to put it out there. You have to put out there that you want this community to be a part of your life. And as you do, suddenly all these different really cool, wonderful people who, you know, help you see the light that you are carrying and, you know, to share with people um, and how you can share it with people and all of these things just start to evolve. So I think community has been such a giant part um, of my evolution. And like I said, I love to observe and see what other people are doing. And so I can really, you know, I pick up on these things. I'm really Mm -hmm. sensitive to seeing these things that people are doing and, and wanting to explore that more and incorporate that into who I am. I think, you know, you hear it, you incorporate it if you, if it, you know, connects for you. Right. And so, yeah, so that's been a huge part for me and, and really led to where I have evolved in my career and where I'm going with that. Um, let's see, it was seven and a half, eight, seven and a half years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, it was right seven years ago. This is January. So it was right at seven years ago when I, um, the real big shift in, in my life happened. And that was that um, I had decided and, and, and really asked for and needed something different in my life. My, my business was really struggling. I had been struggling emotionally, spiritually, just in my life, I was still in my marriage and very unhappy and, you know, and things had been happening. And, and um, so I really just wanted things to be presented to me, you know? And so uh, I eventually found this program that I work with, that I, that I coach. And I, um, and this was actually when I found this program was after I, I left the marriage mm-hmm. and um I, I went to a, a program and it was, it was an event. It was um, an event where a bunch of other coaches were there and they were just talking about their experiences and what had happened. And we were, we were having some, some trainings and, and stuff like that. And I sat there and listened to this woman talk and she talked about, you know, where she started and how she felt and what happened for her and how she was able to create you know, this, her, her life. And I thought, I'm done. I'm done with this struggle with trying to make ends meet and never making them meet and just feeling financially strapped, stressed out. I'm just over it. Mm -hmm. And I decided as I was sitting there watching this, this event, that I was um, six months from then, I was going to be done. I was going to put my gym up for sale and I was either going to sell it by July 1st or I was going to close it. And so I went about my business. I made the decision and boy, did I make the decision um, because June 30th rolled around. A few little things happened. You know, I, I, I worked with a realtor tried to, you know, move the, the sale ahead and, and put it out to different people trying to make something happen, happen and nothing did. And so I just kind of went with 
the way I'd always gone with things. Oh, well, on we go, you know, and not really pursuing. Okay, I said I was going to be done with this. And I, I was in a, in a happy marriage for a very long time. So I'm, I was very resistant to following through with, with what I decided to do for a while mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but my heart and soul was telling me, sorry, this is not where you're supposed to be. And the last six months of that year were six of the most miserable months of my life. Um, I was with Tomas at that time and, and we were great. But my business was horrible. I had zero energy. I, um, I, I just was so miserable, becoming so depressed, and I just couldn't hardly face it anymore. And, um, you know, the, the universe was talking to me. It was telling me, you've got to get out of here. Everything that could possibly go against me was going against me during that six-month period of time. And... Um, I think I think I'll, I'll just touch lightly on on the experience that I think my husband shared with you. But when he had his real um, ex- experience of change was when he had his car accident, and um, that was at the exact his his car accident was on December third, and mm-hmm. I decided made the decision in the hospital with him mm-hmm. on December um, on December sixteenth that I was done. I was, mm-hmm. I was going to sell the gym and, or close it. And, um, so I just kind of put it out there that, you know, if anybody wants to buy it, fine, but I will be selling it or closing it on December 31st. And, uh, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. The shift in my energy it was very difficult, I'm not saying it was easy at all, because it was, it was, I'd owned that gym for 21 years. And like I said, the community was so valuable, so important to me in my life and, and my ability to just continue on in, in my life at that time, because it was a hard, hard time of life. Mm-hmm. But um, someone did come forward and bought the gym for me. It ended up uh, in not, July. You know, when did it happen in July? No, no, this was December. No, okay. this was like mm-hmm. December 30th. We signed the papers. Wow. I was closing this uh-huh. place on December 31st. So, uh-huh. um, but once I'd made that decision, you know, things started to just fall into place and um, the people who I was buying the business from, they just, or the building from, they just, you know, I, I didn't have the energy to deal with trying to sell it because I was buying it from them and they just took it back and, and we didn't have to deal with anything. And I just, handed it over to them happily because I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't deal with that stress. And, um, and this woman came forward and bought it and um, took over and, and did her best for as long as she could. Mm-hmm. Um, it eventually closed, but, um, but I, was, I was free of that. And mm-hmm. I was free to go on and evolve. I never would have evolved into where I am now had I not done that. You know, if I had not gone to that event and decided mm-hmm. that day that I was done, it never would have happened. And where are you at and now? Now, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, my husband and I have been traveling throughout Mexico for the last couple of years. And, and luckily, my, my business is one that I can do from the internet. I, I'm a health and wellness coach, like you said, and mm-hmm. I, I work over the phone. I use Zoom, I, mm-hmm. um, you know, the internet and phone and and um, 
we've been doing this now, or I'm living here now, and I, and, you know, I'm able to run my business from here. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and the belief in myself has just grown astronomically. The, um, the people that I've brought into my life since that day, because I realized I don't have to limit myself anymore. Mm, I can yes. let go of that. Yeah. Yes. Leave it behind. It's not serving me anymore. I have to let it go. Yes. You know, and that was so hard. I didn't want to let it go. I, I, you know, I, I was constantly in fear of letting it go of letting those people down and, you know, and not being there for those women and, and everything. But I realized, you know, it, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And so when I let that yeah. go, it, um, so much happened and then, and I've been free to help so many more people. Yeah. I've been, you know, it opened up so many windows and so many windows opened up to me and, and people who have just been amazing in my life. And, yeah. And so, the story is amazing. Yeah. It so resonates with me and I'm sure so many of our listeners because how many of us hold on to things that aren't serving us out of fear, out of fear? Well, I've, this is what I've always known. This is what I've always done. You know, like I had a meetup group that I taught for years, um, well, only six, six and a half years, but it was so hard for me to let go of that because that was where, that was my baby. That's where I got my start. That's where I learned to teach law of attraction. That's where I learned that I'm a great speaker and a great teacher. I met my soulmate there. I met my best friends there. How could I let this go? But it, the last year I had, I held onto it. I was miserable, Cindy. Same thing. Just miserable. It wasn't yes. in the flow. Like nobody was showing up to the groups anymore. And I used to have high numbers. And I yes. knew the universe says, Michelle, just let it go. I'm like, but I have like 2000 members for a meetup. That's really high. And I didn't want to give that up. Right. Same. Like you just have this fear. But uh-huh. once I chose and decided like, no, I'm done. I gave the group to someone else. And like you, I just said, here, just take it. I don't care. I mean, I wanted to go mm-hmm. to a good person, but I'm like, just take it over. I'm done. And once I did that, this podcast took off and now I'm helping almost almost a hundred thousand people. I'm really close to a hundred thousand people listen to this. Oh my gosh. And so so I'm telling you, letting go, listen to Cindy and I let go of those things that are, are no longer serving you. Right. Cause there's something so much better, so much better. (laughs) I know it's so true. It's crazy what we cling to, you know, I know, I know. Well, Cindy, this has been an amazing conversation. Very, very inspiring. You are an absolute inspiration. I cannot wait to um, share this with the world. I can't wait for people to see that anything is possible and, um, you just have to listen to that little voice. Sometimes a loud voice, like what happened to your husband. He had the car crash voice. And, <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know, sometimes man. it's a little rougher than others, but we have to listen to it and know on the other side, there's something beautiful. So thank you for sharing your story. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Oh, it's been a pleasure. And so how can people Very reach good. out to you if they want to learn more about your coaching? Oh, so simple. <laughs> well, on Facebook, I'm Cindy Garza and I'm public, so it's easy to find me. And then also uh, my email is getting healthy with Cindy. It's long, but it's easy to remember. So C-I-N-D-Y is how you spell my name. Okay. And it's at what? Oh, at Gmail. Sorry. There you go. Getting no, healthy with okay. Cindy at Gmail. <laughs> at gmail.com. It's so easy. Unless we don't have the last part, then it's complicated. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, just try them all. You'll eventually get me. <laughs> right? Some random person gets all your emails. Um, Well, thank you for being on the show. And and I, you know, hope you and Tomas are enjoying your sunshine in sunny Mexico while the rest of us
us up north are getting snow and rain, but that's okay. We will be there Aww. someday too. If we set that intention and that's what we want, we'll be there. <laughs> so that's thank right. you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And just keep going. And I love your beautiful spirit. And um, thank you for inspiring all of us. Oh, thank you. And thank you for what you do. It's obvious that um, you are so passionate about it. It's I'm sure making a huge difference in a lot of lives. So that's awesome. Thank you. I sure hope so. I sure You're hope welcome. so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it has anyway, to. Has to. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, all right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> if you have a story you want to share in my podcast, I would love to hear from you. Just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And definitely connect with me. Connect with Cindy. She's amazing. And I hope you have a wonderful day and happy manifesting. Thank you again for listening and joining me on my podcast. If you want to learn more about me, please go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And on there, I have lots of goodies, including guided meditations and inspirational posts and blogs. And of course, I'm here to help you as your coach. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.